Welcome to your home for sports coverage without the bar. This is Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. Get on your game. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. We're back. Episode 112 this week. Kellen, how are you doing this week? Doing well. Can't complain. I mean, we're so close to Christmas break, man. I am. I'm so ready. This week, after this week, two weeks off, pretty much, is going to be perfect. It's going to be very nice. That it is going to be great. Um, yeah. I mean, let's let's just get into it. Uh, pit volleyball is in the final four. Um, an absolute, an absolute wagon of a volleyball team knocked off number one, Wisconsin. Uh, so Wisconsin and Nebraska are both out of the D1 volleyball tournament. Um, this team, like, never say die. Great coaching. Great coaching. Um, a lot of smart challenges throughout the last couple of matches. Um, an absolute, like, it, I mean, we went five sets. Five sets against Wisconsin. Um, a dog fight there. It was great. Panthers, Panthers pull it out. They left today for Omaha for the final four. Um, really looking forward to it. Two years in a row that they made the Final Four, Pitt, men's soccer, and women's volleyball, both Final Four appearances. Hopefully women's volleyball can bring home that national championship this year after they've really knocked out the the best team in the country other than them. So we'll see what happens. America's but, uh, favorite team. I mean, yeah, the Pitt, the Pitt Panthers are an absolute unit right now. So um, it's been a good – it was a good week for me. I mean, like, Pitt's just rolling. Um, Penguins are yeah. on a win streak right now, like great. seven's a streak. So it's it's good. It's a great day. There we go. Uh great day. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean everybody what, does what love thoughts? Wisconsin, so not not everybody's yeah. in on that exactly. But uh, I mean, let's jump into some NFL action here, man. Uh, we could do our we could do our Monday night game first, kind of how we work it. Patriots yeah, Cardinals. Right. I mean, tough tough news for Kyler. Uh yeah, RIP is knee torn ACL. He says he's going to be out smi- for the season. Says he's smiling. Like, right. oh, that really sucks. I, like that's that's my bit I, is to be like laughing at guys <laughs> who are getting injured. Okay, but, but I actually like when you do it. It's actually someone like you don't like. Usually for me, I have no reason to you, dislike Kyler. You, I don't know why I'm smiling right now. I was smiling. I was smiling. Yeah, I don't know. Why. You're very happy that Kyler Murray's injured. I don't. I don't have anything against him. He's you're very, the, but you seem very happy that he's hurt right now for the rest of the year. Literally not, but he it's it's bad news for the Cardinals here. Straight face. Is it even bad news? I mean, for the nobody Cardinals can do though? it. Nobody, nobody can like, do the, it. The question, okay, the question is: Is it? My question is: Is it actually bad news for the Cardinals? Because, well, actually, I do agree with you, but I don't think it's for the reasons that you think it is. But it's an absolute tough look. I, I think another non. I think. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. It's and then a non-contact injury. I think it's a. I. I think it's tough for them because, like, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna be out a head coach in the off season. Cliff Kingsbury's as good as gone. I think everybody knows that. And if he comes back, Should. that's a huge surprise, and that's a step back in it in its own right, right there. So when you have a new coach in this off season, he's gonna miss ten weeks of Kyler Murray to start the year. That's your biggest weapon on offense. I know D Hop's great, but the quarterback is the most important position. Mm-hmm. And it also kind of puts you in limbo with D Hop now too, because this is gonna be I mean, I don't know if he's been here steroid two years already or three or, or or not. 
yes, the Juice Boy, whatever you want to call him, Steroid yeah. Boy, um, D Hop uh, is what I'll call him for now. Uh, it puts him in a tough position because he's been there a couple years, hasn't really come close to contending. This year, yeah. they're not going to make the playoffs, and he's probably not going to come close to contending next year because I don't see the backup quarterback situation being really great for the Cardinals because Kyler's their mm-hmm. guy. They got him signed long-term. And D-Hop's past, his, past 30 years old now in his career, and nice. he wants to play for contenders. And you see the way receivers are kind of, and even quarterbacks are demanding trades in the NFL now. I don't know if the Cardinals are going to want to – I know the Cardinals aren't going to want to trade him because a wide receiver that good is tough to come by. And when you have them, you don't let them go. Just look at the Tennessee Titans right now, which yeah. we'll talk about uh, later. Uh, they're just in an awkward position because now it feels like they're at least two years out from even thinking about the playoffs again. Yeah, they're they're really, really bad. Um my, I mean, my big takeaway from this is they are like one in fourteen in their last fifteen home games. Um, they're absolutely atrocious at home. You can't what? really blame. You can't really what? blame. Like it's bad. It's something like that. It's something stupid like how, that. I saw the stat. It's something insane. How have they? Yeah. How have they been a good? Like you know, I mean, they haven't been great or anything, but they've been good yeah. the last couple of years. They're about about five hundred or so. How are they like that far below five hundred at home? That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's really bad. Isn't it, I mean, that bad. What is it? It's something like that isn't. They have real grass there, don't they? Yeah, it's real grass. I yeah. Don't know why so, it's turf. I mean, I was no, I was gonna say like this is a bat. Like here we go again. Like let's talk about the turf and how everyone's getting these non-contact injuries. <laughs> well, there's one. There's one for the grass. Um, the grass claimed a victim last night. Yeah, it's never good when you yeah. see someone go down with no contact um, for a knee injury. We got a this is a few weeks or a few knee injuries this week um, around the NFL, and it just kind of continues to be a theme throughout this year. Not really sure that there's nec- like a solution for it, but as far as Kyler Murray goes, in my opinion, like it's to some extent, it's just like. Is he now? He's not going to be like 100% next year by any means. And then you're going to be going into another year with him where you still have not seen like him lead this team and take the next step. Like at some point, this is going to be a bad contract for the Cardinals. I, I know. I mean, like it's just there's been a lot of red flags throughout this entire offseason going into this year with Kyler Murray. Um, and him getting the deal, like, I just, I think this is going to turn into a bad contract. I'd love to be wrong because I really don't have anything against Kyler Murray. Um, but I think this is just going to turn into an all-time bad contract, even though it's not really his fault. Um, this knee injury, like, sucks, but I think that's just going to kind of derail some things for him because I don't think he's going to come back at 100%. There's, like, so much call of duty that he's going to be able to play now that he's injured. Um, oh, and, dude, he's probably actually he's yeah. pumped about this injury in a way. Like he now you know? doesn't, yeah, he doesn't actually have to like do anything for the rest of the year because they weren't going to make the playoffs even if he played. Um, but yeah, Kingsbury, he's gone. He's got a terrible record at home. You can only hope that like, I mean, what sucks is they're gonna like they have to hire their next head coach to basically just be whatever Kyler Murray wants in a head coach. 
And I'm just a little bit nervous that that could end up backfiring. Cause like you can't really bring in someone that doesn't want Kyler Murray as the quarterback, obviously, because that's where they're at. But I just hope it doesn't really, you know, backfire in that Kyler Murray is not actually the guy would, that would just really, that would really, really, that would really suck if he doesn't end up being the guy he's shown flashes, but you know, we're, if we're talking head coaches for next year, it kind of feels like, uh, like the perfect roster for um for Condoleezza Rice to come into, right? Yeah. Yes, I was actually just gonna say yeah. that. I think I think that name should should be she, floated she, around if it had. She hasn't turned been down. Already. Yeah, she turned down the Browns job because she wanted to wait for this Cardinals yes. job to open up. And I mean, like, yeah. yeah, the Cardinals should be a good. It should be a desirable place to go. I get the Kyler Murray thing's gonna probably make it a little less desirable, but you know. Should be somewhat desirable. They have a decent team. They should have been in the front running. And I just don't I honestly don't see the NFC getting deeper really in the next couple of years. I just don't think it's gonna get deeper. I think you're gonna see people like what? What? You look well, there's confused. definitely a team in the NFC that's uh it's getting better and will be better in the next okay, couple well, if of you're, years. Okay, if you're talking about the Bears, okay. Bears get better. Okay, Bears get better, the Packers get worse, and the Bucks get worse. So then we're now down two teams, only gaining one team, okay, which is now Josh, n- minus one team on the depth of the NFC. Re- really unfair <laughs> of you to to say NFC and try to make me think of any team outside of the Chicago Bears, like, okay? Really? I know. I don't even feel bad. I was see, right, but I thought you I thought you were at least I thought you were at least going to get the Packers and Bears like switching spots. There is what I really I thought yeah, you were going to pick up on I could have I could have added a dig on the Packers yeah. in the process. So I, I, to I me, in my mind, that. I've already eliminated okay. the Packers from the depth of yeah. the NFC. So the NFC, so already, I don't think I really don't think the NFC the is really zero. getting that much. I don't think it's getting that much deeper. You never know with the way drafts go and free agent signings and stuff in the NFL. I feel like a lot more star players are moving around the league now than did in the past. So you, you really never know. But I mean, I think the Cardinals would be a pretty desirable position but yeah that's just a tough it's a tough time for them to lose you can't really blame that like I wish I like I do like the making fun of Cardinals narrative you really have to throw that all out the window now that we know Kyler Murray's season's over um you can't like make fun of them this week you can't make fun of them because he got injured it was sad it was third third play of the game he gets hurt um the Patriots I think they're kind of digging themselves a little bit into a hole in that they're just they're not really going to be good enough to do anything this year so they just lost any draft capital they had um and they're going to slide a few picks cuz it is now kind of into that loser mentality for a lot of teams where they probably aren't going to go anywhere and i mean even even if you make the playoffs like is it even worth it at this point for some teams I don't um, know but, why you keep saying that. Like, it's no, always it's, worth it to make the playoffs. But, no, I mean, okay, you're, like, like, with the Patriots, though, they are in limbo a little. Because they, yeah. like, it, it's just, I don't, I don't feel like think, they have the the right structure in place right now. No. I, I'm done. I, you know what? I'm out on Bill Belichick. I'll, you know, he's had a nice Hall of Fame career. I think he's sort of hit the senile phase in his coaching career. Because yep. what the hell is Matt Patricia still doing as offensive coordinator? I mean, he's going to keep him there the rest of the season. But if he's there next year, uh, I think I think he's just there solely to piss off Mac Jones because mm-hmm. 
Bill Belichick has realized I don't actually like Mac Jones that much anymore. No, and he's yeah, he just, definitely. I think he just wants maybe drama on his team, like he wants a soap opera in front of. Yeah, him but I think, now, and I mean, let's quality football. Let's this kind of segues into you know another a Sunday game that I want to talk about because um, there have been a lot of reports coming out about um, Tom Brady and his career because. What's really weird is we we recorded and last week and shortly after we recorded, Tom Brady led a game-winning drive. And I don't know about your side of everything, but my side of every Twitter and everything was, oh my God, Tom Brady did it again. He's he's the greatest. He's so great at fourth quarter comebacks. This is one of the best comebacks. Of, like I heard people saying this is one of the best comebacks of his career, his entire regular season career. That's like the best comeback. So we went from that last Monday night to Sunday, the Buccaneers scoring seven points, losing to a San Francisco 49ers team led by the last pick in the draft, 35 to seven. Um, And now Tom Brady is ever the whole discussion on should he retire? Should he have retired? This is a, you know, example of it's better to retire a year early than a year late and all that stuff. And, the reports coming back out that like he doesn't know what he's going to do at the end of the year but to me this is kind of looking like looks like we're going to have him go back to the patriots for a year and Belichick retire after next year or he's going to sign a one, like he's going to retire as a patriot somehow um and it's going to just he, suck for me he'll personally he'll retire patriot but I think he's you gonna, know where he's going he's the, there's one of two places he's going next year, and neither of them are New England, and neither of them are Tampa Bay, and neither of them are retirement. No, either. I think he's going back okay. to New England. I think it's he's... it's Miami or it's San Francisco. It's that's where Mm-mm. it's going to be because Mm-mm. he was, and I know he just got destroyed by San Francisco, and they want to try out Trey Lance next year. They'd be willing to to give up on that to have to have Tom Brady in there. He's or not Miami. No. The guy to throw those short intermediate passes that apparently Tua can't do anymore. He's not. That's Tom, he's not that's going, Tom he's, Brady's forte right there. He's going to go you're, back. You're to in England. denial right now, Josh. But it's one of those two spots. But he's going to retire in New England. You're, no, you're you absolutely can't. correct about that. No, but it's he's gonna... ring chasing right now. New England's not a good good enough place to go ring chasing. No, at. well, if he wants to ring chase, he's doing a terrible job of it because he lost a ring over the summer. Um, but like, <clears throat> I just. So like, over the he's fall. going. What's gonna What's gonna happen is he's gonna go to New England. Week seven, sixteen, week sixteen, week seventeen. The Steelers are gonna p- play the Patriots. They're gonna be in playoff contention. They're gonna just need to win that game to get in. And Tom Brady's gonna get a call late in the game. Beat the Steelers at Akershire. Right off into the sunset, and I will never be able to live again. It will be one of the other games that I cannot get over for at least five years. That's exactly what's going to happen to me because I don't get nice things, and that's just what's going to happen because Tom Brady has been a thorn in my side my entire life, and he's just going to come back for one more round to do it, and Roger Goodell is going to be a pervert, and he's going to do the scheduling just so that Tom Brady can get one last final rigged call 
and knock the Steelers out of the playoffs. That's what's going to happen. And I don't think Miami's ready to. They can't. They can't. They're not. He's not going to go to Miami, and I really don't think he's going to go to San Francisco because now they have they have three quarterbacks on their roster that they're they've got that have shown that they can actually play. So that's where I'm at. I think. I mean, yeah. I just think I, I think he's going back to New England just because it, that would okay. happen to me. Was, that would happen to me. That would yeah, happen to me. Yeah. That's a very, very inward way of thinking right there. Um, for sure. Uh, just okay, Tom you're Brady telling, specifically okay, out you're for telling, you. Just like Aaron Rodgers is specifically out for me. Yeah, you're you telling think, me when Rodgers goes Tom and Brady plays has a specific. You, you, think, you think Tom Brady has a specific vendetta against you when there's literally already a quarterback in the NFL with a specific vendetta against me? You sound like a crazy yes. person right now. No, Jeff, I, I there's genuinely... There's definitely not two quarterbacks in the NFL after both hosts of this podcast. I Sorry, genuinely Josh. think he wakes up every single day and he looks at a picture of Heinz Field and all of the Steelers fans in there and just says, screw you guys. Like, just, like, screw no, you. No, no, this is what he does. Like, he just... He, go, he, he puts a pin in the close. head of one Steelers fan. Every He has a canvas above his bed, and every morning he puts one pin in through one eye of a Steelers fan, and he's slowly poking out the eyes of 70, 80,000 Steelers fans inside Heinz Field, and it makes me want to die. No, you're close, but you, 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 you have it just a little bit wrong. What he does is, by the way, this is the Thank You Ben episode. He goes to the shot of Heinz Field from the Thank You Ben episode from when they played the Browns, and he zooms yeah, in when I'm specifically there. on your face, and then he reprints your face across the face of every other fan, and he does that because he hates I, you. I, I can't stand it. It would happen to me, and it's going to happen to you too because Rodgers is going to leave for two years, and then he's going to come back, and he's going to – yeah, win a game yeah. and forever screw you over. Well, God. and that's and Josh, that's the reason I don't like hearing this talk out of you. Is I know that your timeline is just is just like three to four years ahead of my timeline, and everything that Brady does to you, he's just gonna Rogers is gonna do to me with the Bears. Like, so that's why I don't like you talking. Like, I want you to be a little more optimistic about what. No, the but holds. I've completely ruined like. This has completely ruined it because, because now. Okay, Josh, we're coming off of. We're talking about this. Tom Brady just got blown out thirty-five to seven yes. by and by Mister Irrelevant. We should yes. be, you should be happy right now. I okay. I, don't know I why would we're love talking no. Negative. Because, I forgot why we're talking because, negative because Kellen because he just got blown out and now the narrative is him retiring and going back like going to a different team oh. because things <laughs> aren't working in Tampa Bay and now it's gotten so bad in Tampa Bay that I'm not even going to be able to enjoy him losing because he's now going to go somewhere else and continue to be the bane of my existence, probably in the same conference as me. And he is going to do it what, again. He's going to do it again. And it's going to hurt. What if the, so bad. What if the Browns are just like, they've seen what they had in Watson and he just continues to muck it up this year. Watson's like, hey, you know terrible. What? He's already a pervert. Let's, let's get a different pervert in here. And Brady does it from within your own division. Ooh, that would I would suck. Oh, but let's we should but let's talk, should talk about, about them. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Because he's not good. Um no. and I <laughs> I saw a funny tweet kind of. So you know the Russell Wilson bathrooms thing. Um which did he pass that finally this week? Tied it. He tied it. Tied this it. Week. Tied it. He did okay. he did die this week unfortunately yep. in the process of doing that. Yes. But he tied it. And so he, 
sorry, he tied it in the sense that he threw four touchdowns, I think. Yes. Um, but one was to the other team, so I think he's still one behind. Okay, perfect. Um, but anyway, I saw someone tweet out that Deshaun Watson still hasn't scored as many points as he has accusers. So that's a little fun stat for you. Ooh. Um, <laughs> that's going to be the new one. If if they, can, if they keep the scores low in Cleveland, that's going to be the new one, and that's going to be a really – that one's kind of fun for right me. That one's kind of fun. Um, I don't like. <laughs> yeah. I don't like this game because anything I try and say about this game, I'm gonna have to either be saying like I'm gonna be implying something nice about one of these two teams, and I just can't bring myself to do that, especially at the current state of my uh, existence. And but anyway, the Bengals. Joe Burrow finally beat the Browns. Um, yeah. All it took was the Browns Finally. having a good. That's all it took. It's crazy because all it took was the Browns actually having a good quarterback for Joe Burrow. Do you think actually... it's uh, Do you think it's rust for for Deshaun Watson or is it divine intervention? A little bit of both. I just like. I don't know. There's I think the game. game the game's passed him by, man. I'm gonna say it right now. The game's passed Deshaun <laughs> Watson by. I think we'll we'll know for yeah. sure. I'm I'm I said this last week like I didn't want to pass any judgment yet because I really don't want to be wrong like I'm already going on this tour with Tom Brady where I'm like this is fun watching him lose and now that's slowly starting to come back and bite me in the butt I just don't I don't want to say anything especially since what I can totally see happening is that he finally starts playing really really well in the last game of the year um, so that would really suck and we'll see what happens. Like, I think, I think you'll know the last two weeks of the season, kind of where he's going to be at and he'll get a little bit better, but I also have that kind of thing in the back of my head where it's like a lot of the franchises in the NFL, like they're just the same. I mean, you look at teams like the Cardinals, right? Like they were good. They made it to a Super Bowl. They lost. They were then terrible forever. Like, I just kind of feel like some of these franchises are just stuck in a cyclical nature that they're not going to be able to, like, get out of. And I just – the Browns have missed on on so many quarterbacks in the last 20 years that, like, I just – it would be so funny if they missed on one that they paid millions and millions of dollars guaranteed to that was supposed to be the surefire answer. Like, that would be the best – possible case for me is if they missed again which i can see happening and and i yeah and like you're seeing it with i mean i I think teams are gonna be a lot more weary to make these big time trades that they that were being made this offseason because if if you're looking at the results of them right now it one team whether it's the team that they made the trade or got rid of the guy or whatever um trade for the guy or got rid of him. Uh, one side is been way more hoed than the other uh, yeah. on these trades, like the Russ trade. I mean, even like if the Packers didn't trade Devontae Adams, they're probably a playoff team this mm-hmm. year. Um, look at AJ Brown on the Titans and the Titans are no, a team I want to talk about right now. With yeah. It's great. Their that game just... against the Jags. It, terrible trade, terrible trade for them in, in Getting rid of AJ Brown, we just we're, we're we're beating a dead horse at this point, and everybody and knows I think, it. 
And now this last week, they, they fired their GM. And I think it's because of, I mean, the, the Titans have been successful the last couple of years. But they're, they're kind of just, they keep See, circling they, around their good. Again, and they're not Yeah, they're one of anything. those teams. Yeah, there's one of those teams that just can't get over the hump. And I, I, I do say this like it's, you know, an easy thing to do, I guess. Um, because I've seen parts of that throughout my life. But, like, you kind of... You see these teams that will make runs every once in a while. Like the Colts finally put it together and they managed to make a Super Bowl. Like I view the Titans sort of in the same realm as the Colts, where like they were just, they're so close. And like the fact that they haven't been able to put it all together yet is a testament to how poorly run they are. And they finally fired their GM. Like you can't make stupid trades like that, especially when it's so, like you don't have a great quarterback. You don't have a great quarterback. You yeah. do have a. You have an NFL quarterback. You have one mm. of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. You have a guy that would start on over half of the teams in the NFL, but you do not. Like you just don't have a great quarterback. So when you don't have a great quarterback, you need to put great players around him, which you had completely, and like you decided to go with Fat Randy as your kicker. That really screwed you over the last couple of years. And then you decide to trade – like, they've just made some stupid decisions well, that have just really sucked for them. And I mean, they've and ruined Derrick Henry's quarterback career. is like well, – what, what the quarterback is like where a lot of these problems stem from too because you signed Tannehill to a big contract. And I, I don't know if the if Vrabel and the GM were on the same page mm-hmm. with that one uh, or, or not. Maybe they were, but – now there's less money that you can commit to a wide receiver one. And if you have Ryan Tannehill, he's a good quarterback, but you need to give him weapons because no, everybody's in agreement. Yeah. He's not a top 10 quarterback, really. And I mean, he, he's nice and he gets no. the job done with the weapons around him. But like the, the receivers that he has around him now are, are just so much more not up to par. So like it, Josh, would you rather have a thousand yards and 10 touchdowns or 1,100 yards and only five touchdowns? I would take the 10 touchdowns because that's the number that matters. Okay. So that is A.J. Brown right there compared mm-hmm. to the Titans' top three wide receivers this year. Though that That's the number. That's what you're missing. And, like, it, it's just – it's kind of – baffling to me like what they've done and I think the GM thought I, I, I keep saying the GM I don't know his name I don't know who they just fired but the Titans fired their GM I yeah. need to look up his name I think like he thought he was maybe buying himself an extra year uh, of just I get to mess around I don't really know where we're at because let me just draft Malik Willis real quick that'll give me mm-hmm. like a checkpoint here add more time onto my clock because that's what every GM does when they don't know what to do they're just like let me just draft a quarterback yeah. That'll give me just a little bit of extra time. Didn't get him extra time this time. And now the Titans, like, they have a good defense. They have a really good coach. I really like Vrabel. But they're just so lost on offense. And yeah, and what's They got blown too, out by the Jags, and my Jags take is aging well. We're going to talk about that. It, your Jags take, go, every every other week it ages well. The next week it'll age poorly, and you'll just be like, wow, that really 
Two weeks, two weeks in a row. One. Two weeks like, in a row. It's eight it's just, well. That's it, it, first, first. This is a streak. And it is. I mean, like if it, if if I'm Ryan Tannehill too, like I feel like they didn't need to give him as much money as they gave him. Um, and because if you're Tannehill, where else are you gonna like? If you actually wanted to compete in for a Super Bowl, Tennessee is one of the only places that you were going to actually be able to do that and like take a little less money, sign a receiver yeah, is what I, I would have said. Like he was, he ain't going anywhere. He was else brought in there gonna... to be the backup quarterback. Yeah, like he he was the backup to Marcus Mariota when he was brought in. Yeah, so I just so of, of course he's going to like stay there with loyalty and everything, and nobody's paying him that much. But du- it like now you can't you can't trade. There's not going to be like this crazy market that there was for quarterbacks in the offseason. And I don't think Malik Willis is the guy either. No. So if I'm the Titans and I'm their new GM, like I'm obviously I'm sitting on this roster for another year because why rush it? Why rush into a quarterback? Yeah. If you're like maybe Anthony Richardson, he's getting a lot of uh, overhyped this week, I think. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to really be in a position to draft for a quarterback. You don't want to trade assets just to trade up for – a lottery pick, especially as a new GM, I I don't know they they're in a weird a weird spot where they're just good and they're so obviously not going to win a Super Bowl either. Yeah, and but the Jags I... the Jags are good and they they're two games back of the Titans now and they got another game against them I think at the very end of the season. So if they make up one more game in that time, the Jags can still win this division. Very well within reach. Trevor Lawrence is finally looking like the number one overall pick. He had probably his best game of his career, I would say. He did not get a lot of out of the run game. ETN's been kind of non-existent the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. But the Jags are putting together good offensive performances, and they're stemming from Trevor Lawrence. And then you got uh, you got uh, Calvin Ridley coming back for them next year from his gambling suspension. Yeah, add that to yeah. the mix. Jacksonville's future isn't looking too bad. I mean, it would be great if they got a little more out of their number one overall pick, who everybody's forgotten about. But they're still not going to hey. do anything. Like they're still the Jags, and they're still not going to do any. Like they're never going to actually do anything. They really won't. I will. I wouldn't say even that. Be, they're not even like. They're not even going to be as good as they were when they had Blake Bortles. Like it's just not going to. But. He, it's not going to happen. Here's I'm, the great not... thing is, like, if, like, Trevor Lawrence is, like, he's looking good, and he looks like he could be, a, could be a good quarterback in the league. You can be – you have so much more wiggle room when you have the quarterback to be, like, as incompetent as possible. Like, the Jags right now, they're just trying to stack non-incompetent moves one in front of the other right now because yeah. once they hired Urban Meyer – that was like that was total Jags right there, and but now they're just like okay, Doug Peterson, he's won a Super Bowl, safe hire, should be good enough yeah. for for our first no, overall quarterback, and he has been. And now they just need to try not to screw too much up and see if they that's will. enough. I think no, they will because I They'll I agree, screw. it's still the Jags, and they will they, screw like, stuff up. Just minimize. If, it. if I've like if I've learned anything, it is, and I keep saying this. The NFL is just, it's the same thing over and over again. Like, and it's gotten even harder now, I feel like, to get out of this funk because 
every time that you get a good player, you get a good quarterback, then you have to pay him a ton of money, and then you can't put people around him. So I just – it, like – Teams are going to go through the same exact thing that they've been going through for years, and I don't know. That's just that's my that's my thought on it. Um, Jags, I'm not ready to get all hyped about them. I still can't stand them. Um, but congrats to them because Josh, you will, will you will not be welcome on the bandwagon by the time. No, I will. No, I will. Station. No, I actually will never never be able to root for the Jags ever in my life. Like I could never, I will never okay. be able to like, just see them and be like, yeah, I'm happy for the Jags. I cannot stand that franchise. They're the absolute Blake worst. Bortles thing. has done irreparable like, damage. It's that is, that is one of the games like, and I'm going to talk about this later. There are a few games that are etched in my mind that I will never in my life get over. That is one of those games. And that's where you saw the Steelers collapse of their franchise was in that stupid Blake Bortles game. That is when the Steelers became right. just another terrible team um, in that Blake Bortles game. But let's talk about Sunday night football because I want to talk about actually one of the 425 games and Sunday night football because it was originally going to be Kansas City Denver for Sunday night football. They flexed that out to put in the Chargers and Dolphins and the ratings ended up tanking in this one. And the Chiefs-Broncos game got better ratings than the Dolphins-Chargers game. Um, Chargers beat the Dolphins. The Dolphins, in my mind, kind of are... They're sort of in a mini tailspin. They're supposed to now... It was 50 degrees, and they had heaters on their sideline for this game. Um, they're now going to Buffalo, where the high is 20 degrees, and there's supposed to be seven inches of snow on Sunday. So this is when I finally might be proved correct about the Dolphins is this coming Sunday when they go to Buffalo. Uh, things just don't seem to be clicking as easy as they were early in the year. And you see that all the time with teams that are good early in the year. Teams figure out how to play against them, and then they just adjust as you go into the playoffs. Um, that's kind of my that's my thinking here. I mean – Brandon Staley's addicted to going for it on fourth down as well, which I love personally as a, not a fan of this team. So what are your, what are your thoughts on kind of both of these games, but, and the flexing of it? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I was very excited to watch the Dolphins and Chargers game and it, it was okay. Um, didn't really live up to like all a 20, the expectations. A 23-17 have... games, not what yeah. you want from Tua and Herbert. Like, Yeah, I, would, I wanted a higher scoring game. And then also I wanted the quarterback battle to be a little more intense because it's two guys uh, who were drafted two and three quarterbacks in the in the 2020 draft. And uh, Tua got outplayed big time. He was 10 for 28. He had a really bad game. And he's had two bad games in a row now, which is a little bit concerning. And this Dolphins team is starting to remind me a little bit of the 2018 Rams team where mm -hmm. they were just on a tear and they had Todd Gurley and Jared Goff yep. both in the MVP conversation. Right now you have Tua and Tyreek Hill both in the MVP conversation. Then they go and play yep. a cold one in Chicago. And uh, Vic Fangio kind of figures out that Rams offense and then the rest of the league seems to figure it out. I'm worried that Tua might end up being Jared Goff, and I it, it 
I'm just looking at these situations just like they're exactly the same, where it's like you brought in they this are. offensive guru, Sean McVay, Mike McDaniel. You have this quarterback who didn't look very good, but it was under, you know, maybe not the best head coach. And now he's looking a lot better to a Jared Goff. It's just like mm-hmm. there's so many similarities that it makes so much sense. Yeah. And it kind of stinks for Tua as well because I think a lot of people are going to see those similarities and they're just going to immediately think, oh, he's just Jared Goff. And I don't know if he is. Maybe he is, though, because he has had two bad games in a row and he needs to now make some adjustments because defenses have made adjustments to him. Those yeah. short routes over the middle of the field are getting covered a lot better now because – it, I mean, and, and I mean we all receivers like, that talented. We all saw yeah. that coming and, too. Well, and the and the receivers have been a little more banged up, especially Jalen Waddle the last couple weeks. But it, 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 it the, you're right. The Dolphins are in a little bit of a tailspin where they they've now gone from like, hey, we're done with moral victories. Now we're a contender, so it's just wins and losses, and we know how to feel yeah. after a win and a loss where. Two losses in a row, it stings and it hurts the our, our playoff chances. I mean, there's I, I think they're still going to make the playoffs. Obviously, oh, they'll definitely they're in a good spot playoffs, to do that. Still, should have been in. But it's just like it. it yeah, it well, doesn't I mean, make three. you feel good going into the postseason where they controlled their own destiny at one point and could have won the yeah, division three weeks ago, three four weeks ago. We were talking about how they needed to make sure that they kept winning so that they could host the playoff games because going to a cold weather spot was not good for this team. And now like, that's just not even a question. Like they, they're not going to host. Yeah. They're not going to host long enough. And we're going to get a nice sneak peek on Sunday. I'm really looking forward to this. We're going to get a great sneak peek. I think it's good for the dolphins that they're going to go play this game against Buffalo. Who is all Buffalo is also struggling quite a bit. Um, They're getting, they're still getting results, but like for a, the Bills don't look like the unstoppable team that they used to be, so I think this is a very intriguing matchup um, in Buffalo on Sunday between these two teams. But let's quickly talk about who is the front runner in the AFC. Wait, I got, I got, yeah, I got, a, I got a little bit more to talk about with okay. this game. Um, Go ahead. Just want to bring it back. Like these games for Dolphins fans, absolutely are the worst. Where you are going up against the guy that was drafted behind your guy in the 2020 draft. I know this specifically as a Bears fan with the 2017 draft and having to compare those guys out. It's like it, there there is that, that thing where with two of this year, you could argue he's better than Justin Herbert because of the numbers he's put up, but everybody yeah. looks at it and they're like, ah, look at the receivers, look at the weapons. And then you actually have the game come this last week and it's like oh everything that everybody's been saying was right that's things yeah. and like with when it was like golf back in 2018 it felt like when he got bad is just because he was a young quarterback and mm-hmm. lost and Tua obviously is too um he still and he just didn't know the nfl defenses that he was reading very well and he had mcveigh whispering into his ear all the time yeah. Whereas, like, Tua, it just – it almost feels like a confidence issue with him, which I don't know how he can be, like, a young, handsome 20-year-old man living in Miami with a confidence issue. Because he so, throws left handed. Josh, have you, have you been shaking your ass on TikTok, like I said? No, I have not. But I'm telling you why he has Have you been keeping fit? Have you been keeping fit, though? 
I've been, I try to. It's not going very well, but I try okay, to. Okay, so. But, like, my thing. As we both. Okay, yeah, you go, go, you go first. No, you go, go ahead. First. Are you uh, saying that you are you saying that we're causing his confidence issues? No, no, I'm saying we can fix his confidence issues. So because we we've been through this debate, we don't Josh, you're the feminist on the show is what you claim to be. So as the feminist, you can't put your fellow women in a tough position. So you need to put on you need to put on something tight. And let Tua get his confidence back and just hit on you. And, you no. know, let the night lead, lead where it leads, man. Nope. And that's no, the perfect thing, way for him to no, get his confidence back no, in Miami. I, well, I don't want him to do you, have his confidence do you, back. Do you have a better idea for him to get his confidence? No, but do I don't you want not like Tua? No, I don't like Tua. Oh, yeah, you I've said explicitly Tua. you don't like Tua. I've never liked Okay, Tua. so I have to put on something tight? If, if you really Josh, want... do you know how I'm bad I look in tight you, things? I want to tell you what the problem with Tua is and the actual thing. And why he has no confidence is because I said two weeks ago, I said, wow, did you see those videos where they flipped to us so it looks like he's throwing right-handed and he looks normal? He saw what an actual normal quarterback version of him looks like, and he knows that he can never live up to that because he he's a lefty and he that? sucks. Because he's a lefty and he sucks, and he looks so stupid throwing the ball left-handed um, that I think he finally saw that maybe he would look a little bit less stupid if he was right-handed. And he has no confidence now because he realized how dumb he looks every time he throws the football. That's what I think the actual is. So, P- PSA to all you lefties out here. Josh, do you got any lefties in your family? My dad is a lefty. Yeah. No, my okay. brother's lefty. Throw the football just, correctly. Okay. I shoot left Throw the football when I correctly. Or, or don't listen to this show. We don't. We don't need. Like, we don't need you lefties here. I pl- I play hockey. Say say, say lefty so with like say, say say lefty like it's a slur. Say it like lefty, that. lefty. No, and we don't need you. You, you lefties. lefties. That's how you say it. Yeah. Well, yeah. only in with football. Some, with like, some it's literally stuff, only gosh. throwing. It's only throwing that it looks stupid. I'm like it. it literally is. and so, and everything. No, and I writing. mean. I, Playing hockey left-handed is normal. And, because uh, like well, some of the greatest players of all time sh- have played sh- hockey left-handed. No, sh- shut, shut up, shut up for a second. No, you're you're disproving our point. We we're we're no, I'm not. We are an anti. We are an anti-lefty podcast now. Except for like a select few people. We uh no we are we got to be all all no. or nothing. No, man. sorry. Except a few people. Sam, I was just saying. Wait, is it is it is it, is it Isaac. Sam or Isaac? Isaac. Oh, okay. Oh, Isaac does listen to the show. I'm just saying. That's it's, two listeners right there that we've excluded. I'm saying Tua looks stupid Adam, when he throws a. Tua looks very stupid when he throws a football. I think he looks just dumb and unathletic when he throws a football. I don't like watching him. I don't like him. So I'm not going to do anything to try and help him. And it's because and it's because he's one of those lefties. Yes. Which Okay. End of message. But hey, I, I did I did forget to say something about uh the Broncos game is we uh we got to be nice because Russ did die in that game. Did you see that? He yep. did die. RIP. RIP. <clears throat> Do you have a eulogy for him? Nope. I was going to tweet it Why out, not? but no. Because I don't care. I just oh, don't just, care enough. Just say, something from the, just say something from the heart right now. Okay, just give me one second. 
Um, I'm truly okay. saddened by the death of a good friend and a special man. Um, he will always remain special in my heart and the hearts of many. He was not only a unique and talented quarterback, but one who taught life lessons to so many young men whose lives he changed for the better. Rest in peace. Hey Amen. Did you just read a Mike Lee eulogy? And <laughs> no. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> oh, oh my god. All right. Uh rest in peace Russell Wilson. Um sorry you got a concussion. Let's move on to our next game before we just say something. <laughs> before you say something, I'm not going to say. That anything. was you. That was you who I'm did that one. That was, yeah. We're, we're moving on. Uh, Lions-Vikings, Josh. No. Uh, this It's starting to get annoying. It really is it's awful. for both they of us. Gen- they, genuinely, get- they genuinely think they're good. They genuinely think they're they good. They do. They do they think, think they're they good. They figured and it that, out. They do. They think all those things. And it's ridiculous. It's And I hate – you hate it living in Michigan. I hate it as a Bears fan because it's I, – I, we've all had that, like, that one coworker. Where it's like, okay, we don't really, we could always just have a day where we slack off because this guy exists and he's yeah. just the bottom of the barrel right there. He's he's the worst of the, the worst, and I'll never get noticed because this guy exists. And then that guy gets a new job somewhere else or gets fired. Yeah, that's what the Lions are doing to the Bears right now. The Lions have always been the bottom feeders of the division, and it's really shameful they're... that they're putting the Bears in a position all by themselves to be there now. And I'm getting annoyed because the Lions really aren't good. They're not much better than the Bears. They're not much better than any team in that division. Uh, they, I they're can't really, stand them. In fact, they're worse than some of those teams. I think they're worse than the Vikings, but they did win that game. But the Vikings aren't good. It's just it's just confusing. The NFC North is a bad division. That's no, I will tell you exactly what's I'll tell you exactly what's happening right now. And I hate Lions fans. I cannot stand people in Detroit. <laughs> if you are from Detroit, all you need to remember is when were the last two times you saw a championship won in your city? I will tell you, the last time you saw a football championship won in your city, 2006, the bus's last stop. Don't know who won that Super Bowl, but that's weird. The last time you saw a hockey championship mm. in your city, 2009. No, Josh, I think you, I think you know. 2009. I think you know who won. 2009 and 2006 were the last two times you saw a championship won in your city. So... Stop acting like you're some great team. You're not. You're literally, like, you're a league bottom feeder. Guess why they're winning games right now? Why are they winning games right now, Josh? It's because no one is game planning for the Detroit Lions. You think the Vikings cared and put any prep into this game whatsoever? No, they did not. Do you really think that the Buffalo Bills, while their families were buried under... 17 inches of snow cared about the Detroit Lions? No, and they still won that game. The Lions still aren't a good team. They're not a good franchise. And what what bothers me is, like, I sit here, okay, I can have the most trust in my franchise, and I said last year that the – or last week that the rebuild, I think, is over. Like, I have trust in my franchises that they're not going to be bad forever, okay? The Pirates are a different thing. I trust that they will not be bad forever, and I will win another one. Detroit does not have that for football. I don't know how you can sit there. Like, tell me, 
I, I'm going to give you right now, and I, I'd give any, I'll give anyone in Detroit this option. If you could have your quarterback right now as prime Matt Stafford or Jared Goff for the next four years, you get to pick one of those two. What are you going to pick? What are you going to pick? You well, get Matt Stafford. Detroit fans still prime. like Matt Stafford. No, and I know. It would definitely be him. But my point, Kellen, my point with this is the Lions had a better offense. They had prime Matt Stafford, a Super Bowl champion, and Calvin Johnson, and they couldn't win anything. Do you know what's going to happen when a and team Indominus has... And Dominic You have... Yeah, I know. Exactly. And you have Jared Goff. Who's one of their wide receivers? No one better than Calvin well, Johnson. Teams... If teams actually were... Like, if teams cared enough about the Lions to actually view them as a contender. This is what happened with the Browns a few years ago. The Browns won a bunch of games because they still had that, oh, they're the Browns. They can't do anything. They had Baker Mayfield and all these weapons. They won. They won a few games. Okay? It's going to be the same thing. Where are the Browns now? The Browns sucked. They're looking for quarterbacks. They had to go, they had to go hire someone that, uh, like, a convicted felon, basically. Um as their quarterback, and I just, like, I, I, Lions fans just drive me up a wall because they're sitting here acting like they're proving something by making the playoffs. You should make the playoffs I, in this I will division. say, you should I, I want to say one thing division. about Lions fans is we, we are being, def, we are definitely speaking out of, like, two sides of our mouths a little bit when it does come to Lions, which is why it's frustrating because, this whole episode, we've said, like, okay, you know, teams kind of are who they are. And at this point, you're either trying to make a push for the playoffs and or, or you're ruining your draft position. When neither of us think the Lions are a good team. So that, that they can't put us in the assumption that they're ruining their draft their... position. Even though they, they do have the – well, even though they, they do, even though they do have the Rams pick, that they, they have their own first-round pick as well. And it's just like – like we're yelling just, at the Lions for being good. Their fans are just happy to be good for once. Well, no, but it's annoying. The, they don't. The they problem, don't. It, it's it's new. It, the problem is it's it's new for them, and they don't understand that they're not actually good. They just know that they have a better record than what they've ever had before, and they think that's something that's good. Like even even though it's um, this is an average season for most teams. Not not a not a Chicago Bears team. I mean, don't get me wrong. This is still a good season for me. So I, I can't be punching down, but Josh can right now. I mean, dear God. And then they and then they sit there and they get mad. Like, what what is so picture perfect is because I'll come into work and I'll rant about the Steelers, much like I do on here. Because everyone comes in and their favorite thing to do on Monday morning is ask me about the Steelers because they know they're going to set me off and I'm going to have a terrible day. Because And so I'm sitting there talking about how pathetic it is that the Steelers even make the play. Like, I'm sitting there talking about how bad it is. Like here's a here's a stat for you that's absolutely absurd. Um, provided the Steelers don't go on a run this year, it will be three playoff games in the last twelve seasons they've won. You know who else did something like that? Um, Marvin Lewis, and he kept his. So I'm sitting there and I'm talking about how I I think the Steelers should fire Mike Tomlin. Like I or I don't maybe I don't think they should, but I wouldn't be upset if they fired Mike Tomlin. And they're like, oh, I would love to have Mike Tomlin. He's never had a losing season. They always make the playoffs. They always make the playoffs. They always make the playoffs. And now they're sitting there talking 
every time like I say something, they're like, Oh, stop living in the past. Stop living in the past. Stop living in the past. Like, what do you like? I I mean, now like they're making fun of me for being down on that. And they're now they're acting like they're way better. And I'm like, I I, I don't know what it is because if you're going to, you can't tell me the Steelers are bad if they make the playoffs every year and don't win, but the lions are good because they make the playoffs once every 15 years and don't win. Like, how can that be true? How can the Steelers making the playoffs every single year be a bad team right now? Because that's what I'm getting told. And the Lions may be making the playoffs this year in a terrible division. Right now, AFC North, NFC North, which one's a harder division? AFC North. Yeah. Well, I mean, just, yeah, I think it, I think it all comes down to with these People with are these just stupid. Fans. They're stupid. They C- don't know Congratulations. You're having a good season. But we can't really hit you with the act like you've been there before. Because you haven't, and this is I new. Can't. But just, just try to, just you know, try to be reasonable. Uh, I would say. And uh, it's with the it, team, it, but... for me, like, I don't want to hear the living in the past thing because I'm not living in the past. I I'm fully living in the present because it will take me at least five years to get over what I watched the Steelers do on Sunday. Um, and I don't really even want to talk about the game. But like, for me, in my mentality is. Like, making the playoffs is absolute loser behavior. It's absolute loser behavior. It shouldn't even, like, the conversation, in my mind, should never even be had. You're a loser if you're wondering if you're going to make the playoffs. You're, you're an absolute, complete and utter loser if you have to worry about your team making the playoffs. You're a loser. That's where it is. No. Can't, no, I'm telling you. Who's Buffalo right now? Did their fans have any concern over them making the playoffs? No. Kansas City, any question about them making the playoffs? No. Those are the two best teams. Like, I, I'm just saying. such a bad take. No, it's not. You're a loser. How many teams How many teams win a Super Bowl after wondering, oh, my God, are we going to make the playoffs? Not many. The Giants. Packers not many. Have done it. Giants have done it twice. Not many. Giants like, did it both times against the Patriots. Okay, but but, but I mean, I'm telling you, in the last you, decade, it's been done like three. Times. Okay, but I'm 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 just saying, Packers fans always think they're going to make the playoffs. That's the norm. Okay, it's a loser mentality if you go into the season being like it would be great to make the playoffs this year. No, you're 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 an absolute loser if you're going into a season thinking it would be great to make the playoffs. Okay, I'm, uh, that's all I'm saying. You're you're a loser. Your team's not going to win the Super Bowl if that's the mentality your fan base has going into this. Like, it's Super Bowl. That's what you – is that not what we play for? Is that not what we play for in the NFL? Is that not what we play for? Expectations change as the, as the season moves on and everything. I'm just, so, um, I, I, know, I, I think saying. they're just shifting the goalposts there a little bit. No, uh, I, the, the mentality in my mind is how many playoff games are we going to win this year? It's not, oh, my God, are we going to make the playoffs? No, it's not. Right. It's, it's get... stupid. It's stupid. I absolutely – it's just loser talk. It's absolute loser talk. And you get – I mean, it's it's pathetic. It's, it's, it's just so it's disgusting just, it, It's see. just uh, – uh, the Lions have had a very different history than the Steelers, obviously. So different fans have different ways of thinking. It's, it's not a mentality. I just, okay, it's just I also hate, being like, realistic about your team. But they're not realistic about their team. That's what bothers me is they're now sitting here not realistic about their team at all in any way, shape, or form. You're talking, because... about, them, you're talking about them saying they want to make the playoffs. They're in a position to make the playoffs. Like, but they're not. Like, they're just 
No, they're acting like they're they've just won a, a Super Bowl by making the playoffs. And I'm just saying that's what a normal successful team does is they just make like that's a given every single year. It's like, oh yeah, we make the playoffs and then they're trying to say that they're a good team while being like, just, Oh my god, I, I hope we unfair. make the playoffs in a I think terrible it's unfair division. To call a team... I just think it's unfair to call fans losers for wanting to make the playoffs. I, I don't know. That's just that's just a weird Weird, little weird. No, they're losers. If you on that one. if your only goal is to make the playoffs, you're an absolute loser. Your goal should be a conference championship at the least. But, okay, if they make the playoffs, it's not like they're they're going like, okay, well we made it. Yeah, but the, Glad they, that happened, and then it's no, over. They will. They're be. done cheering yeah, for they, the no, team. They, like, that's they will, they'll, like, no, they will. No, exactly. What's going to happen is they're going to make the playoffs, and they'll be like, oh, hey, we made it, yeah, we we got blown out, but like, yeah, at least we were there. That was great. Uh huh. No, it's it's losing. It's absolute loser talk. Kellen, are you happy that the 2018 Bears made the playoffs? Like, are you happy the way that ended? Are you like, yeah, that was a great run? That was fantastic, Cody Parkey. Great, great job. No, you're no, mad. You're mad no. because that team, because that team, that team, that Bears team, that was a Super Bowl Bears team. Okay, that was a good act- Bears team. But you're acting like, the, like Lions fans, if they make it to the playoffs and then lose, they're just going to be like, okay, cool. They will. No, they will. They'll be like, "Oh wow, that was All great! Right. Like we had such a great year. We made the playoffs. We didn't." You can you can I'm... still look you can still look at back at the year, call it a successful year, even though you didn't win the Super Bowl. But you can't. You have to win at least a playoff game. No, you I don't. don't know how you. I don't know how you can look at a year and call it successful without winning a playoff game. If your expectations for if the you, team were to not like win a single if you game make, and if you get make blown the, out and half you of make them, the playoffs, and you, you make, make the playoffs, playoffs, that's that's a pretty good. If you make the playoffs and you don't win a game, then you might as well have been last in the league. No, like I, this. What do you? That is so. I, I don't understand. That's, what? what? No, I, no I don't get it. What's the point? What's the point of even making the playoffs if you can't win a game? Why would you even want to be there? You don't get anything. You get hurt by making the playoffs if you can't even win a game. But you're not showing up to the playoffs with those expectations. That's the whole thing that you're acting like these people are showing up to the playoffs with the expectation to lose. They obviously want to win. If if they lose, they you won't. can still look back at the season and be like, okay, it was a good season. But you're acting like they show up. It's like, okay, well, we're gonna lose, but it was still a good season, anyways. Like it's crazy. It's it's ridiculous. No, I'm not saying it's. You absolute- can't, I'm saying you can't have a good season if you don't win a playoff game. It's impossible to have a good season without winning the playoff game. All right, let's let's move on to a team that actually has like some realistic Super Bowl expectations here. The Cowboys did have a scare against. Yeah, they ain't gonna win. They ain't win the Super Bowl. I I I don't know. I think it. Oh, there's no. Come on. I don't think they. I I don't think they. It's gonna be so fun for us. You can't. You can't sit here and say they're gonna win a Super Bowl. It's gonna be so fun for us when they Uh, think they will and they lose. I'm just saying it's gonna be fun for uh, America. No, I, I understand that. I'm just saying like this game doesn't doesn't change my. Level of concern to like who I think the Cowboys are at like after the game. I think I think every team plays every year. You see a, a team, a good team, have a close game against the bad team. They pulled out the win, which is you know that's the that's the end goal on on, on that game. Uh, and 
probably closer than a lot of fans would have liked it and probably a lot of players would have liked it. But they still got the win. It's tough to get wins at the NFL level. I, I think this game doesn't change my expectations of the Cowboys, but it's also like I didn't think the Cowboys were the best team in the NFC already. Anyways. No. I think that's the Eagles. And I think that's really and up the to the e- I, right now. I, I'm, I'm, so, I'm going to sound insane right now. I'm starting to think the 49ers might be the best team in the NFC. Okay, no, I like the 49ers, I genuinely am almost well, ready to. I, w- I would, I would feel them. a lot more comfortable if they. Well, I, I would be a lot more comfortable if they didn't have their if they weren't yeah. on their third quarterback right now. But see, the 49ers but, and Debo, Debo just went down too. But dude, they're playing. I, I, he, from, he's probably coming back, but oh, but, but like I, I do him, like man. the 49ers offense. 49ers are really playing for him. They're really yeah. playing for him. We so about the 49ers more. They, we should. They, but like the 49ers are are. I mean, they have every piece you want on offense, and oh. they and they have the best defense in the in the NFC, possibly the NFL. Because they they could, I mean they could cause a lot of problems. I don't. Teams. Yeah, I genuinely do not think that the like the 49ers, even though they are on their third quarterback, I'm putting them 100 percent there in the category of Super Bowl contenders. Because of their defense and the fact that, like, I mean, yeah, their offense isn't great, but you would like to think their offense is going to be able to outscore the points. That, like, yeah, it's good enough to be able to score they, 20 points. If your defense is going to give up, like, 14 points or less, this offense can this offense can score 20 points a game, especially against NFC they teams. Probably, they probably <laughs> have the most talent top to bottom on offense of any team in the NFL, they're just missing it at quarterback. Right yeah. Now, which I, is they unfortunate, had anything... but they, they're so talented that they can really just overcome any of the, there, most of those deficiencies there. And what I absolutely love, like I love defense. And so it's really fun. Like when they're going to, cause come playoffs, they're going to win some defensive slug fests. If they're going to, if they make a run, um, and I, I like it. I do. I think it's very weird. And I don't know when another time that this has happened where you've lost your starting quarterback, you've lost your backup quarterback. You somehow are on two weeks with this third string quarterback and you are still thinking of yourself as a Super Bowl contender, which I absolutely love because it would have been really easy. And, and, and they're two and oh against playoff teams. Yeah, well. and I think it would be it would be really way too easy for the 49ers to just like go, oh man, that's too bad. Like we're gonna let's just blame like we'll just play the games. We lose, we'll blame it on the fa- like no one's gonna sit there and say, look at the 49ers how they blew that. No, they're just they're going full speed ahead. They're they're winning games. They're fun. I do think as more tape gets out on um, Purdy, it's gonna be a little bit. They're going to face some challenges again when teams start game planning for you a little bit more, and there's more out there. It does get harder in the NFL to be a quarterback, but um, right now they're fun. And that, in conclusion, wraps us us talking about the Dallas Cowboys Houston Texans game. Uh, Perfect. But, that's, I, yeah, that's no, all I, I had to, to say about it. Anyways, all my yeah. yeah, all my notes were on the 49ers. So yeah, uh, I need to let's like, just go through these last couple of games here, yeah. Josh, and then we'll get into the Steelers game. I don't really even uh, want to talk about Eagles the Steelers blew out week, the but... Giants. We don't have to talk about them that much, nope. but I'm sure you have stuff to say, so I'm not going to skip. Jalen Hurts is the MVP uh, the, man. The Giants, 
The Giants are 1-5-1 and one in their last seven games after that terrific start that they got off to. Uh, looks like they've kind of sputtered out of control and Good, good, good season. Not going to make the playoffs, but good season, right, Josh? Uh, no. Seahawks and Panthers played each other. The Panthers upset them. Uh, maybe Geno's magic is running out a little bit. I don't know. And then the Jets beat, or the, sorry, the Bills beat the Jets in a pretty low-scoring game uh, in in West New York. Yeah. And it, uh, of course, the Steelers played I'm, the Ravens. Yeah, I, I mentioned. I mentioned that the. Uh... The Bills, I'm concerned. I am starting to get concerned as a Bills fan just because nothing's looked smooth yeah. the last couple of weeks. It's kind of like, again, I think they're going to – It's gonna, all Josh Allen right now. I think they're going to be fine, but nothing – like they're winning games, which is what you want to do, and never apologize for winning games, I guess. But, like, it just does not look smooth, and I'd be a little bit concerned Um about this, but yeah, you mentioned the Steelers. I don't even like this game. Is uh, it's going to take me at least five years to get over this game? This is the one you're going to look at. Um, big takeaways from this: Mitch Trubisky absolutely sucks. He should have been thrown off of a bridge after this game. He's so bad. He had three punts on first down. So yeah, figure that one out. Um, he's awful. He's just god awful. Boswell had a kick blocked, which absolutely sucked. Um, his first game back, so that sucked. And it's also now legal to grab a quarterback by the face mask, rip him down, and throw him headfirst into the turf. That's a completely legal play now um, in today's NFL. Cool. So that's all I have. I I hate the Ravens. I hate Mitch Trubisky. Like, I genuinely give – like, right, right can, now can – we, can, we no. can we quote with the hate Mitch? Because that's a player that I actually no. like. No, like, no, because – no, Mitch, Mitch just – no. No, I'm done with Mitch. He he just completely, he just completely I'm just, threw I'm just away. Saying, don't say you hate the guy. I, li- I do. I like no, Mitch. I hate. Don't say you hate. No, him, I hate him. I I hate him more than Tom Brady right now. At this very moment, at this very moment, I can get rid of two one of two people in the NFL after I just spent ten minutes talking about how Tom Brady's going to come back and ruin my life next year, and I know that's a hundred percent fact that he's going to ruin my life. I'm getting rid of Mitch Trubisky because. He is the sole reason the Steelers won't make the playoffs this year. It is all Mitch Trubisky's fault because he couldn't beat a third-string quarterback. It's not a good roster. It's like it, the Pit- Steelers don't have that good of a roster either. This team could have won a playoff game. We were going into this week. We would have won a playoff game. We would have won a playoff game going into this week, and Mitch Trubisky right, screwed it up. Mitch Trubisky screwed it up. How can I not be mad at Mitch? He threw three interceptions. I'm just, in the, I, I'm literally just zone. saying, don't say you hate, just don't say I hate you hate the guy. I, I'm a I fan of his, and I, like, I don't, I, don't I hate like him. It's, it's me. I absolutely hate him. I know hate's a strong word, and I hate him. He's terrible. He's the, re- like, he's the reason the Steelers will not win a playoff game this year is because of Mitch Trubisky. And it just, it sucks. It, it just absolutely sucks. And now all he's going to do is come out and he's going to keep Mike Tomlin's job another year because he was terrible. Matt Cannon is probably still going to be around because Mitch was terrible. And I hate, I hate football. I hate the Ravens. And I really hate Mitch Trubisky because that game was when, oh, like genuinely you are in field goal range twice. You're in field goal range twice. All you have to do is not 
throw the ball into quadruple coverage on both of those. All you have to do is not throw the ball to the other team. Throw it away. Take a sack, even. Do anything but turn the ball over, and the Steelers win that game. Like, it's so bad. It's so bad. And I just, I hate it because everywhere else in the AFC, everything's falling apart. And this was your chance. They were going to make the playoffs. Now they probably won't make the playoffs because Kenny Pickett's dead because you can face mask people into the ground. I hate football. I just, like, genuinely am, this is, this is almost as bad as the Jesse James catch. Almost, it's almost to that level. Like, this is going to be, this is, this is an awful moment. This is an awful, awful moment. Because if they were going to lose, I wanted them to lose. And I wanted them to just be so bad that there were no scapegoats and you had to fire everybody. Here's your stupid scapegoat. Here's your dumb Mitch Trubisky comes out. And now you can just blame, oh, well, if Kenny Pickett didn't get hurt, the Steelers would have been fine. So Mike Tomlin, keep your job another year. Loser. Two, three playoff wins in 12 years. Unbelievable. Anyway, I hate football. Penguins are on an absolute tear right now. They are like, like Sidney Crosby's sneaky, sneaky MVP conversation right now. Um, so I absolutely am loving. Do you have any uh, hockey updates for us then? Uh, just the Penguins. Four segments. Penguins are on an absolute heater. It's fun to watch Buffalo. Buffalo. They played two games against them. Buffalo's looking pretty good this year. Um, it's there's something going on, and I feel like something's got to give, but. The Penguins, the Penguins and Bruins have kind of turned back time. They have like the old two oldest rosters in the NHL. They're both playing really, really well right now. Um, Penguins got a lot of co- division games coming up, um, including one against the New York Rangers. So I'm going to get fired up for that. I'm fully in hockey mode right now, um, and that's that's that. So we can get into segments now that I just. I, I sorry. I just got cl- got to close this window. I keep seeing his name. Um, ugh. All right. Uh, let's go into our our player coach fan base of the week. Then uh, we'll start questions? off here with. I don't have any questions this week. Well, I have a question. What okay. What in the actual hell is the NBA doing with these trophies that they released today? Do you, can you please like? explain to me like because all i've seen is just funny memes where they put the crying jordan head on michael jordan's mvp award i get it it seems like weird like i don't understand to me i don't understand the timing i guess and then uh yeah i i guess it's really just the timing feels very weird this it's not like at the beginning of the season or like in the off season or after the awards or something and then, yeah, I, I just don't think know it's why very memeable. Yeah, I don't know why they made the announcement right now. They they're naming like all their awards after players, including the MVP award is now the Michael Jordan Award, which I think is cool. As a Bulls no, fan, I like I that. Love. I'm happy for you. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know why they did that. I don't know why they did that with the timing and everything. But I do I do like that the awards have names that I can remember now. I think yes. maybe that's part of the reason. So you call yes. it, you just, it's just called Defensive Player of the Year. Like, you might as well have something to it. Yeah. Um, no, I like it's that. It's the Akeem Olajuwon Award now. So, and, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just easier to remember. And it, 
the NBA, I think, is trying to um, pay more respect to a lot of the people that uh, had a great impact did, on the league. And did they just Michael Jordan and Akeem Olajuwon are the two two of the biggest on that list. Did they just end the who's the greatest basketball player of all time debate? Yeah, I think it effectively like that, ended with that. You easily. you genuinely like what is what is your argument now? Like if yeah, if LeBron oh, cool. James, oh, cool. you like LeBron, uh, the MVP, the best player in the league is named after Michael Jordan every like, year. So. Like, yeah, now Congrats. they're going to be like, oh, well, LeBron has, he won like three MVPs. You mean he won three Michael Jordan awards? Like, oh, yeah, cool. Weird. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Did Michael Jordan it, win LeBron it awards? Is nice. I don't know. Like, I, I'm happy for you, I guess. One, I wonder, I think. Finals MVP has already been taken too. Like I think a lot, I think they would have to come up with a new award to name after LeBron. And and if that's they if could that do happens, the, the load management load anyways. management award. The guy who sits out the most games yeah. while perfectly healthy. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good. I like that. That actually might be the Kawhi. Actually, Sorry. <laughs> okay, well, you know he's uh as, as much as I do dislike LeBron. Uh, yeah, Kawhi is it, it, he's got he's taking the cake on that one. I, sure. I know you are correct on that one, but like let's just <laughs> Kawhi would that that would be the one time you hear him talk. He he would actually be offended. He'd be like, "Man, I have been sitting out four straight seasons to win this award. I have been my ankles, my knees, my legs they feel fine. I've just been waiting to get an award named after me. Yeah, so that'd be tough for him. I would feel bad. Uh, but we can." Move on to our segments now here. Uh, coach of the week. I think we probably have the both both the same uh, coach of the week here, Josh. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's Mike Leach. It um, is. R.I.P. to Mike. Rest Leach. in peace. He, yeah, he passed away uh, today at sixty-one years old. And First reported. He is one of one one of the greatest coaches yeah. in, in college football history. I there's first reported by Bill Snyder. Yeah, uh, first reported by Bill Snyder. Tough way to find out he had a Twitter account. Um, but uh, really, it was really surprising. And I I love Mike Leach, and I love him because I, know. They, I, I, I do this, like, thing where, like, athletes, players, coaches, whoever, they come around, and they're kind of, like, a little bit underground personality, and not a lot of people know about them, and the, then they just blow up because they have this one interview that everybody gets connected with. And I start to not like them anymore because I'm like, oh, they kind of have, like, flipped the script. They're like a media darling now. Yeah, it's like they Mike realize Leach, that they're cool. It, everybody realizes he's awesome. He There's no way I ever feel that way about him because he's just always, yes. literally always himself. Never anyone but himself. He just says what's at the top of his mind. Whenever a microphone is in his face, it doesn't matter if it's related to football or not. And there's just like you, there's so many coaches now in college who need to put on a persona for the recruits they're trying to get. And they're just really disingenuous people. Yeah. Brian Kelly, Brian Kelly, for example. And Mike Leach is not that he is the, the most genuine college football coach there is. And, it's just it's a shame that we don't get to see any more of him now. Yeah. RIP man. 
So sad. And uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, prayers out to his family too because I'm I'm sure they lost someone that uh, brought them a lot of happiness and he brings a lot yeah. of people a lot of happiness and that's the way it goes in this world. Um, we'll move on. Let's go with uh, player of the week now, Josh. Uh, All right, you have I'm there? going first. You're so stupid. Yeah. You're literally one of the dumbest people. Go I'm ahead. Okay. You literally texted me three days ago asking for permission to go first. On oh this yeah. One. Now you're making me go first. Oh. So mine, since you're oh, letting me go shoot. first, no, wait, I have actually, two players. I have um, two players of the week. One of them is Chris Letang because wait, he had a stroke Josh, and he recovered. Josh, wait, wait, um, in wait. Twelve days, he came wait, back and played in an NHL wait, game. Um, wait, so, wait, Colin, who's who's yours? Wait, <laughs> God, you literally. Wait. Okay. Uh, that wait. Let's start. It, let's start over. Let's wait. start over. Okay. So. Yeah. R.I.P. No, Mike. R.I.P. Mike like... Leach. Um, Kellen. We have player of the week and. Why don't you go first for player of the week? Yeah, uh, I'll go first. Um, thank you for letting me go first, Josh. Even though I did text you three days ago uh, demanding to go first. So, um, yeah, you're not really giving me anything here. Uh, I deserve this. Thank you for this opportunity. Um, wow, what an opportunity. What what a crowd. <laughs> what a crowd tonight. Really great. Uh, really great showing. My player of the week. And Josh, sorry, cannot believe you let me go first here. Yeah, cannot Insane. believe it because Insane he's right on the table for you, Josh. Um, who's your favorite hockey team of all time? The Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, that would be them. Oh, oh wow, oh wow! <laughs> I bet you feel so silly right now because my player of the week I feel comes insane. from the Pittsburgh Penguins. So no way. you're gonna be mad at yourself that you gave this one. I'm really kidding. Chris Letang, he had he had a stroke, a literal stroke. You know that yeah. thing that just like shuts down like half yeah. your body, and you know yeah. some people never recover from. Yes, uh, he had one of those. He had one of those twelve days ago, less than two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, if I was Chris Letang, I might be like, mm, maybe I shouldn't be playing hockey in twelve days. But I'm not Chris Letang. Chris Letang is Chris Letang, and he said, I'm going to play hockey in 12 days. And that's exactly what he did after a stroke, which is insane. I mean, we've all had one of those. They suck, and you are not wanting to play hockey 12 days after that. Uh, so big ups to Chris Letang yeah. for that. <sighs> Sorry I took your player of the week. No, that's okay. Um, I'll go with my backup player of the week is, as some of you people might I know have- this, what? I had Chris Letang written down too, just so I you know. Wait. I literally had I literally had that like, written. Like it's not like I wrote I was, someone else down and forgot. Yeah. I had it I had him written down. Like and I was okay. genuinely gonna like I was actually conceded to that one, like until you completely did that I, I completely had conceded. No, and yeah. Came up, no, and yeah. came up with another one. So my player of the week is actually is Yarmir Yager. And you might be thinking, Josh, how is Yarmir Yager your player of the week? He's the owner of a team in the Czech Republic. And I will into that I would say, yes, you are correct. Yarmir Yager does own a team. But the team Yarmir Yager owns, for reasons unknown to me, 
did barely had enough or did not have enough people was one guy short of being able to play in their game or they had to forfeit. So Yarmir Yager at the ripe age of 50 suited up for the team he owns and played 15 minutes and 10 seconds at the age of 50 in professional hockey. Now that is just insane to think about. He now did just delay his possible induction into the hockey hall of fame. Because he just played a professional game, which is, it's going to be so fun for me when he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer with like some guy that was, that I like grew up watching. Like one guy that I actually grew up like watched in his prime is going to be going into the Hall of Fame at the same time as Yarmir Yager because Yager's just going to do this every few years. He's going to go and like play a game. So he is, oh, there was an illness running through the team. Um, so he jumped into the lineup at the age of 50 and played in a professional game. I know people that can't even play hockey at the age of 50 in beer league, and he's playing professional hockey. Unbelievable. Um, so he's my player of the week. I know people at 24 years old who can't even play hockey in beer league. <sighs> Me. <sighs> okay. You got it. Nice. What do we got next? Uh, let's go with uh, tweet of the week. Okay, my my two of the week um comes from Tone Diggs and Boston Connor. They are it's it's a tweet and then a response to a tweet. They are for those of you who don't know, two members of the Pat McAfee show. Um really great guys. And the reason this is my tweet of the week is because this is an exchange that um made me kind of happy to see because this is what would happen if Kellen and I were regularly watching games together because this is kind of what happens to us. Um, so Boston Connor tweets out, hate to see that this early in, on primetime game for Kyler, T's and P's. Also, Colts are fantastic backup, so this game isn't close to being over. Then, Town Diggs responds, interesting. I feel like I just saw you react a different way. <laughs> and that's completely like what we do, where it's like, I mean, you're like earlier in the episode, you're sitting there going, Wow, this is so sad. While like smiling about Kyler Murray, and <laughs> uh, again, like I we did not know why ge- I was like, smiling. Yes, we genuinely, I was, we genuinely just had the. I I love that this was picked out as my tweet of the week before we had the exact same um, interaction to start the show. Is <laughs> you saying like thoughts and prayers for Kyler Murray while laughing? And me being like, whoa, whoa we're okay, upgrading it to <laughs> laughing now. What is happening? <laughs> Kellen was cackling, actually. This, this is false testimony. I was I'm, I'm smiling. Adding, I'm adding I a joke. Don't I'm know adding a, why. I'm, I'm going to add a Joker laugh over you talking about <laughs> Kyler Murray and really Great. pump my narrative. <laughs> super, but Kellen, what's your tweet yeah. of the week? I just that one made me laugh because of the number of times that we like have an interaction like that. Yeah. Yeah. Consistently. Um, my tweet of the week comes from Uberfax. They nope. tweeted out and then they just left this here. They just tweeted this out and say anything else. The NFL is recognized as an entertainment business rather than a sport and they can legally fix the outcome of games. I mean, why just throw that out there? Why? I wish I didn't know that. We already um, know. We already that's know. Great. That. We already know that they do that. So yeah, I mean, nice. I could I could watch that Saints game a couple of years ago and realize yeah. they wanted the Rams in the Super Bowl. Uh, 
and uh, really anything around Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, we could see that as well. But yeah, it just well, you're giving so many fans so much satisfaction that will yeah. not amount to anything. Yeah, uh, and that one it was, tweet. It was rude. And it was uncalled for and great. unnecessary. And, and the, the amount of times that now people are going to go into an argument and they're gonna, just going to be talking about some random game 20 years ago, and then somebody's going to pull up, well, you know, the, F, the NFL is a, in an entertainment industry, actually, yeah. so they can rig this game. That's going to be pulled out so much now. So that's great, too. Yeah, make going to make Christmas really fun if family members oh, around that Christ, Especially with the Christmas Eve matchup they gave us. Wait, what yeah. is the Christmas Eve matchup? Steelers are playing the Raiders in the anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Oh, how, and Vegas is involved how, too. So have fun go. with that one. Have Little fun with that one. Sprinkled on top. Yeah. Um, let's go with fan base of the week, Josh. Who do you have? So I have two fan bases of the week because. I don't know how you cannot, and I think this is probably one of the more clear options for an entertainment value. Um, my fan bases of the week are Bruins fans and Coyotes fans. Those are kind of two very random fan bases of the week, you might be asking me or saying to yourself. Um, the reason they are is because they got into an all-time brawl at Mullet Arena on, I believe it was Saturday night. Friday or Saturday night, they got into an all-time fan brawl while plays going on, throwing haymakers. There's, If you haven't seen this video, you need to go watch it because it is a great fan fight. Like, There's literally a cop standing in the foreground doing absolutely nothing, and then about halfway through, a cop comes down and like dives across a bunch of people, rolls down like three layers of the bleachers while holding a guy and stuff. So it was sick. And then the Coyotes' CEO came out yesterday and said that someone had part of their finger bitten off during the brawl. So that's so like Yo. you you watch this you watch this video and you're like, "Dang, that's like sick. That's a great fan brawl." And it's one of those videos that you can kind of watch multiple times and find something new to focus on each time. And then it comes out that someone had their finger bitten off. And what's even crazier to me is that the CEO of the Coyotes is the one that releases this. If I'm the CEO of the Coyotes, I and it's in my home rink. I don't want people knowing that there was a guy getting his finger Wait, bit off. Not not his home rink. Well, that's, yeah, that's Arizona State's home rink. Actually, true. sorry, true, true. But yeah, to me that was just that was wild. So that's those are my fan bases of the week. It was a great fight. Go look it up if you haven't seen it already. Tell yeah. them what about you? Uh, maybe just a warning out there. There are drunk college kids at Coyotes games because it is on Arizona State's campus. Yes. Uh, my my fan base of the week is Moroccans. I think nice. they were the first African country to ever ex- advance to the quarterfinals. They are now in the semifinals of the World Cup. Uh, of the World Cup. They, they will be on tomorrow against France and uh, the world is cheering for Morocco. If you're not cheering for Morocco to make it to the finals and win the whole tournament, uh, you're crazy, and uh, you're not a part of this world. You're an alien species, and you don't understand what's happening because everybody wants Morocco to win. So go Morocco. Are you sure? I don't. I don't like that face you're making, Josh. Are you? Are you messy? You're going for messy. Messi winning 
his last game ever that he plays being a World Cup win for Argentina, I mean, that would be pretty sick. That'd be pretty cool. Morocco would be Morocco would be uh, better. I'm just saying. I mean, come on, Morocco. I, I, I mean, that would be like, that'd be sick. It'd be so sick if Messi finally got it done in his last game. Especially, especially for it, like, I, I'm a short guy. I know you'll never be able to understand this, but I'm on the shorter end of the things. Shockingly. You're so, 5'10", dude. So seeing someone so seeing someone that, like, a short king just dominate, I love that. I love seeing that. And especially because there's been this whole debate about is Ronaldo better or is Messi better. And Ronaldo got benched his last couple games on playing, and Messi has a chance to do what, like, very few people ever get to do. And he gets to go out on his own terms winning a World Cup, possibly. And he's... Like, you, and it's not you even already had it's a not even to win one. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, but I'm it's not even Morocco. it's not even the like Abby Wambach coasting out sort of deal. It's it's like he's actually been a contributor this entire time and he's like willing this country to possible victory. So I'm I'm on the messy train. I can see where you're at, but I do think I think for a lot of people though, um it's a pretty likable World Cup final if you have Argentina playing Morocco. So yeah, I mean, like, I, like my, my one thing with with Argentina is, I just want them. I want to see them and their like fans also respond. Like they're not gonna uh, try to murder the other team after they lose. Oh, they're gonna completely burn everything. If they it, lose. it it is. I can't fully respect someone, even though I used to be that way, uh, who just, like, responds that way. Like, you, the players, like, kicking the ball at uh, the Netherlands and, like, that was a couple funny. of cheap shots that they were taking. That it was, was It funny. was crazy, but it's just like, man, you guys, are, it's like watching five-year-olds out here. It's They're crazy. kind of the anti-heroes, though. And Taylor's just yeah, popularized I, that. I, I, listen, I, I like it. I like an anti-hero, but that's villain. That's, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's, it's me. It's not that's like it's said. not like the cool kind of villain either. I it's like it just is. childish. Like they're crying and complaining, like literally crying. I Loki. I Loki just love. Like, and I. I mean, maybe. I would be doing the same thing if this was like a sport that I like cared a ton about. It's probably more because like soccer purists are one of my favorite groups. I I think like golf purists, baseball purists and soccer purists are like the best ever because they get get so bent out of shape about things like this and I'm just watching it like like I'd have a conniption if this happened in a hockey game. I'd be having an absolute complete and utter conniption over it. But, like, I just think everything is so funny here, how bent out of shape people are getting over this. And then, like, we sit there and talk about the insane brawl in a soccer game and people get mad that we called it soccer and not football. Like, I just, I, I don't know. I love the world stage. I love how upset people get. And I think it is, it's a win-win. I'm rooting for Messi, though. I'm rooting for Messi. Short kings forever. All right. Um, is he your kicker of the week? No, my kicker of the week is actually Mitchell Trubisky because he punted three times in um, 
opponent's territory this week. All right, my kicker of the week is Messi because I'm just going to take that from you. Nice. Nice. We really were. We yeah. did a good job. Oh, also, my, my my fan base of the week is uh, women as oh, well. Nice. That's good. Why, that is good. Why not? Because I'm the feminist. So. Yeah, as you should be. Um, yeah. It's weird that you didn't. You didn't try. I mean, I led the show off talking about a woman's sport over the NFL, and then you were the one that was like, oh, my God, we have to stop talking about this woman's sport. Let's talk about men. And I was trying to talk about a women's sport. Yeah, because you were talking about the Wisconsin Badgers volleyball team. I was not. I was talking about the Pitt Panthers volleyball team. Idiot. Oh, yeah, but you right. had me thinking about the Wisconsin no, volleyball team. No, I was team the literally whole time. just talking so about that was how really the, your fault. No, I was talking about the you, no, but you said you said Wisconsin volleyball, and that's because all they everybody beat was them. thinking about the rest. No, of the nobody was listening to anything you were saying about the Pitt Panthers. Sorry, my mind was on. Never mind. Uh, yeah, uh, cool. Fan base of the week. So that's the show. Um, we'll see all of you next week. Stay unbiased this week. I don't know what Kellen's on, but stay unbiased this week. We'll see. Can you just like you need to you need you need to stop yeah. talking at the end of the episodes so that I can stop talking because this is on you. That was on you that time. No. Happy birthday, Isaac! By the way. <laughs> <laughs>